0: Uh, that are going to be talking about part two of a small business tax strategies uh, and EIDL. They are uh, they've been here earlier with the first part of this series, and I have been waiting with braided breath <laughs> to hear the second part of this because it's so important. Um, uh, today we have Keisha L. Jackson, who is sitting in for Sister Soldier Wanda Petty, and our and she is an Air Force retired veteran and family caregiver. We also have Robert McFadden, the CEO of McFadden Accounting, and he his firm was founded in 2006 in Hampton Roads, Virginia. McFadden Accounting directly focuses on solopreneurs and micro businesses underserved by larger firms. It's known for its unique ability to provide all hands-on-deck services, resources, and tax strategies to every client looking to build wealth and limit their business liabilities. Very, very important function, especially in these days and times we're living in. So welcome to the show, both of you. And um, I'm going to start off with a question for Robert. Um, Now that we're entering a new tax season, can you share the top three things that may have changed the way we file our 2020 taxes? I will be listening very closely to this one.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, one of the first things we have to rem- uh, be aware of this year is that the Notice 1444, which most would have received with their stimulus payment, that that's going to be very important in filing this year because what the IRS is going to do is basically take the first two stimulus payments you receive, you have to put them into your tax return, and then if you did not get your full stimulus payment, they are actually going to make you whole with your tax return this year. Wow. One of the other things for businesses and self and people who are self employed is that they have these tax credits that have come out that basically you can get anywhere from 17,000 to 34,000 in tax credits due to COVID in the pandemic. Uh, for example, you could receive a tax credit of $2,000 if you had to take care of someone in your household who had Coke, which would have affected how you worked at that, uh, that worked at that time. Hmm. Or let's say 5,100 uh, if you were personally affected by COVID in any way, shape or form. So they have so many of these and the biggest one is the one that's $10,000. Let's say, you, you know, you have, you work from home, Or you had a small shop, but your kids, uh, because of COVID, they couldn't go to school. Well, you can take up the $10,000 credit for that. So those are three very huge tax credits for this year.
0: That's amazing. I I never even heard of that. (laughs) So I'm glad you were on this show because that's, that's really great information, especially with people not being able to send their kids back to school right now. And we have so much controversy about whether we should be sending them back uh, you know, even now, or whether we should be waiting uh, further, you know, until this COVID vaccine is distributed. Uh, but, you know, what other, what other information can you provide about the uh, PPP loan? You know, both the old and new, um, you know, versions that came out. And also is it uh, forgivable?
1: Yes. So the PPP loan, if you receive the first one already, it's completely forgivable. And, What they, the Small Business Administration and IRS did was they made this form one sheet so it's not so cumbersome that you have to have an attorney file it for you. They made it very simple to make sure that it's forgivable if you spent all the funds in the way you were supposed to, you documented uh, your payroll, and you're able to provide that backup information to them with the one sheet. Uh, So they are now allowing people who did not get the first ones to go back and file for it again. And then if you have received the first one, they're ready to go for the second one and you can begin applying for that as well.
0: Oh, fantastic. Wow. And then what, what about the economic injury disaster loan? I've heard about that, the EIDL and who, who actually qualifies for that?
1: So all businesses that were, in business in February of 2020, they all qualify. Hmm. And what you have to do is basically show how you were impacted by COVID-19 and the shutdown during March. So only thing you would really need is for simplicity is what was filed on your business tax return for 2019. That's pretty much all the pertinent information you need because they would go by the amount of money that you actually grossed during that time and not the net, but you grossed in order to configure what you should get for the EIDL. But there's a very important part of the EIDL that was missed. During the time that it came out, they actually only gave the grant money that was supposed to be 10,000 they only based that on the number of employees you had, and they would do that as a multiple of 1,000. So if you had two, two employees, they would only give you $2,000. Well, in actuality, that was wrong. They were supposed to give all businesses $10,000, whether you qualify for the EIDL or not. So now the SBA has to circle back around and start sending out letters to everyone in regards to the advance payment. And the key information is that is you out automatically qualify for it, especially if you're in a disadvantaged area.
0: Wow, that that is huge. <laughs> you know, I mean, that can really turn a business around because a lot of businesses were struggling right now. And especially, you know, the solopreneurs that you were talking about and people who, um, you know, are having difficulties um you know, meeting ends meet because of the decreased volume of customers and, you know, the, the COVID, um, you know, aftermath with things that it that did to people's businesses. So that's a critical information for people to know. And well, oh, go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Especially those uh, in the gig economy. Often those are the businesses that don't really meet the paperwork require, requirement that the SBA and other banks often. Uh, required from their clients well that's been streamlined in order to help the gig workers and those who don't have large businesses be able to qualify for these programs to stay afloat
0: oh yes wow great information um you know so you know there's another question what's the difference between the two stimulus checks you know the government issued um it's really kind of sometimes it's kind of a gray zone. We don't really know what this whole thing about stimulus checks really is because it's, you know, being implemented in an emergency, um, you know, pandemic situation. And uh, will recipients be required to pay the money back at some point?
1: Well, the the uh, the stimulus payments are actually advances on tax credit. And those tax credits would normally once you receive them and you put them on your tax return, it would normally take away from the credits you have already been given. Mm-hmm. But with the second uh, stimulus act, they basically forgave those credits. So of course the first one uh, you, you received, you should have received at least $1,200 in the first one plus $500 for each child. So a lot of people didn't receive that. They only, you know, got one. Well, now you can go back and apply for it if you never filed at all. And then also for the second one, you can go back and apply for that one, which that was $600. Well, additionally, we're waiting for the third payment to get through Congress right now. That should be about $1,400. And that $1,400 will have no effect on this tax
0: year. All right, because it will go into the uh, it will be 2021, right, uh, for that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Very good. You know, I know, Keisha, do you have a question for uh, Robert? Because this is, like, uh, illuminating to me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hi,
1: hi Robert. Hi, uh, Dr. Arnold. I just wanted to ask, regarding with this tax season, I know last year that the tax season had, um, it was extended for us because of uh, different reasons. But do you know if the tax season will be, Extended for us this year, or are we going to be required to get our taxes filed on time? Unfortunately, we're going to be required to file on time, uh, the April 15th deadline. Even though we started last year in January 27th to file, the IRS just allowed us to start filing yesterday, which was the 12th. So we don't have any indication that the IRS is going to extend past the April 15th deadline, and especially this important. This information is important for businesses because March 15th is the business filing deadlines for most corporations. Have you had a lot of uh, businesses? I mean, I know it's just early and we're really just getting into it, but have you had a lot of uh, clients that have been coming to you with these different questions? And um, a lot like Dr. Arnold was asking, and because there is a deadline to get the business um, information filed timely. Absolutely. Uh, most businesses are really trying to figure out how they're mostly going to survive with this and they're looking for the tax strategies in order to help them minimize their liabilities, uh for the previous year since it was such a rough year. So they're taking advantage of these tax credits and they're also getting more information as to how they should proceed for 2021. 2021 is really going to, going to weigh on the new administration and how they proceed. And it looks like they are really coming out strong. So if this next stimulus and uh, bill goes through, it's going to include money for states, which then those states will turn around and give grants. And those grants that are coming through should help each small business help stay afloat or at least make it through with their basic bills going, uh, going through the year.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, one question I have, too, uh, Robert, you know, so, you know, has the pandemic changed the way uh, you will advise, you know, your uh, solopreneurs and micro-businesses to proceed during the 2021 period going forward? Uh, because, you know, uh, we, we have uh, things that happen in 2020, but it seems like this is going to be with us for a little bit longer than we would really like, uh, you know, before we get back to normal. So is right. there a way people should be proceeding, you know, for this year?
1: Everyone who has a small business should be looking for a way to pivot into our new world. I just don't foresee us going back to business as usual. Most larger businesses have restructured already. So it's going to be up to the smaller business to figure out how they're going to proceed without if anything else gets worse, God forbid, what would they What would they be required to do? How would they manage? How would they then seek new clients? How would they seek new business? And they're going to have to start thinking about this now to make sure that if anything happens, let's say in the, six, the next six to nine months, they're going to be ready for it, as most have already gone to being completely virtual the same way I am.
0: Okay. So so I actually, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that about the virtual world because um, I know you're, um, you know, located in uh, Virginia, but you actually have a, a larger range than that, right, for reach for helping small businesses. And maybe you can give us a little bit of information on how to contact you. You know, and how people can get in touch with you because this sounds like a, an extremely important service, especially if you're a solopreneur or a micro business and you don't really, this is a new endeavor for you. You're starting up your business and you need to know, you know, you don't want to walk blindly into this. Well,
1: the, the best thing you can do is give me a call. My, my line is always open and my phone number is 804 625 8061. Also, you can find me on Facebook at McFadden Group Accounting, and you can find me on Instagram at McFadden Accounting. And I'm always available, and I reach full coasts. Okay. So my, ex- my reach is not limited.
0: Excellent. Uh, so I, I feel safer already. <laughs> and and that, that sounds like a really uh, incredible service that you're offering people. Uh, because right now it's so uncertain for many people and they don't sort of know where to turn. And then you have a lot of people who actually, um, what, what what advice would you give the people, you know, especially in the communities that are really hardest hit and they have a tendency to be communities of color uh, where um, people have lost their jobs, women have been particularly hit hard. Uh, with the loss of the job, because of you know not only um, because of the way that uh, things are structured you know in biz- in the business world but also because of you know family responsibilities and the kids having to stay home from school you know so what would you recommend to them if they 're thinking about stepping forward into a new arena you know um, as you said, a lot of the larger businesses have restructured. Uh, so it's like business as usual when you go back, as far as you know, you being an employee. But if you actually want to become a solopreneur, um, and if you want to be, uh, start a micro business, what would you advise them, you know, to, to to do, you know, to get their heads directed in the right way? Because we may have a passion, but that doesn't always pan out to be something that's successful.
1: Absolutely, the the biggest thing is knowing how to look at educating yourself for the potential business that you're going to get into. You should, before you just jump into it, do your research. You want to know exactly what it's going to take for you to get into the arena. You want to know if it's crowded, but you also want to know how, if you can do it from home. And I've been coaching everyone now that if you're going into a business, make sure you can do it from home. It doesn't require an office unless you want to have one. Because we just don't know what the climate is going to be in six to nine months. Also, make make sure that you're going down to your local city hall to the planning uh, commission and see what information is out there in order to help your business. There are a lot of programs, especially for minority-owned businesses today, that seems to be in the air. So you definitely want to go down, see if any grants are available See if the, the Planning Commission has anything going on in order to spur up uh, more businesses and self-employed individuals.
0: Oh, that is really <laughs> – I am so glad I have you on this show <laughs> because a lot of people out there really need that, the, that uh, knowledge and that uh, insight. And uh, so w- what I'm going to do is I have one minute left, but I want you to uh, give sort of a wrap-up of what you think people need to hear. And I know that your telephone number is 804-625-8061. Don't be surprised if it goes off the hook and starts ringing incessantly. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it's Valentine's Day, but I guess your phone is still open. It's, <laughs> uh, still open. it's still open. still open. open. <laughs> uh, so well, th- give us an idea of what you think is really important, to par- parting uh, thoughts.
1: Parting thoughts, uh, be aware of your taxes this year. Make sure that you're including all the information necessary and taking advantage of every credit available. If you don't really know tax, it's, yeah, you can go the safer route, but it's best to have an accountant that's aware of what your, what opportunities are available for you. As well as making sure that if you have a small business, go back, talk to someone and see if you actually qualify. The SBA missed a lot of information during this time. So if you got denied, don't be discouraged. Actually, get a second opinion from a professional that can actually help you reapply and challenge the denial. The opportunities are there. You just have to take. You just have to take. You know, ownership of it and go after it.
0: Okay, fantastic. Uh, you know, we have to got to have you on back on the show at some point because uh, that that is really beautiful information, it's vital to people right now. And I wanted to thank uh, Keisha and Robert for being with us, and uh, a shout-out to our uh, partner, Sister Soldier, Wanda Petty, President CEO of SheVet Inspire, and I want you to stay with us. We are going to be back for another hot half hour. This has been an incredible day, and thank you so much. Thank you so much, Robert, for your information. Thank you.